0: Welcome to another episode of the Alchemy of Haircare podcast. I am so grateful for your presence. If this is your first time listening or watching the podcast, because we're on YouTube and I also spent several hours getting everything onto the podcast apps. So welcome to all the l- new listeners. My name is Jocelyn Renee. And like I was saying, the internet, you know, tends to think of me as their digital lactation. I invite you. So call me your digital optician as well. My goal is to help you cultivate healthy hair because my vision, the big like the end goal is like elevating the standard of care and health and just beauty of hair, particularly locks for people of color. So if I can do that and if you are interested in that as well or just joining me on the journey, I will welcome you. On the video side go ahead and hit that subscribe button on the audio side make sure you download the podcast follow the podcast and leave a five star rating and review because it's really really helpful even if you just say love listening happy to be here or maybe you say happy birthday because i know you see this this balloon here if you are <laughs> watching the podcast but if you're just listening i have some number of balloons that i low-key manifested because i saw all the my Capricorn sisters and brothers posting their birthday photos, these number balloons. I didn't say anything to anybody. I was just like, I love that for them. I would, mm, that would be so nice. And then on my birthday, when I came home from the spa, spent the entire day at the spa, which is something you do when the first digit is three, (laughs) Never mind, what's on the other side. But in in the threes and the thirties, highly, highly recommend spending the day at the spa it's my experience—is my mind is just open to something completely different Um, but when I came home my husband had got me some of these balloons and I was just like my heart is so full thank you so much so I appreciate all of the birthday love and if for my birthday if you missed it if you could just leave me a five star rating and a review a little comment that says you know happy birthday I love listening I would truly appreciate it Here on the podcast, we have a few different segments, pieces, parts to the show, all of which are intended to help you become your best self because that is what I'm always striving to do. And being able to do that with you, it just makes it all the more better. So I'm more than happy to do that. One of the first um, segments on the show is our mirror moments just opportunities for reflection and when I share the book of the week with you um towards the end of the episode this question essentially comes from that book um which is how are you responsible for your own unhappiness Mm. (laughs) when I was on my walk I want to say it was like a few days ago two days ago um I do a walk I strive to do a walk every day outside um no matter the weather which is it's really interesting i think this is my this is my second or third winter outside for so long i was like oh my gosh it's cold outside i can't go but i want to say it was like two years ago maybe like two or three years ago i was like what if i did go outside when it was cold what's gonna happen and traveling outside in the cold it's such an invigorating feeling at least for me um, clearly my birthday is in January, so I love the colder weather, but just being out there when it's quiet and cold because things are not as busy, not as active like it is during the spring and the summertime, it just relo- it just allows me at least to have deeper moments of like thought and contemplation. And I've been listening to audiobooks sometimes in between podcast shows I listen to and going back to this book because i've read it physically and i've listened to it several times as i'm coming through or going back on my solar return for my birthday i'm always like how can i reflect on you know the past year really i've been reflecting on the past decade and asking yourself the question or just even thinking about how you're responsible for your own unhappiness it from it hit me like a ton of bricks because well not a ton of bricks i wasn't that hurt but it 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 kind of punched me it, it slapped me it slapped me in the face a little bit i was like oh oh wait okay maybe <laughs> maybe you're old to something here When they mentioned, how are you, or they asked, like, how are you responsible for your own unhappiness? It's in the context of, the quote they said was, there are two types of happiness that you, um, there are two types of happiness in the world. The happiness from doing what you like and the happiness from doing what you dislike. And I was like, wait, what? But when you think about it, a lot of times why we are unhappy has a lot to do with choosing the momentary or instant gratification. Like I'm going to spend all day playing, spend all day scrolling on social media because I like to see the stories. I like to see what people are doing. Um, I, I'm curious that feels happy, but when you finally put the phone down and you jump back into life or reality, it's like, dang, I was supposed to do the dishes. I needed to cook dinner for my kids or my family or myself. Um, I needed to fold my clothes. I need to do my laundry. And it's like, Dang. Now I'm not happy because now I'm surrounded by mess. Now I gotta figure out dinner. Now I have to um not have clothes to wear, like it's a it's a balance between the two. But at the same time, the true essence of it is that these experiences mean nothing. We attach what they mean. So it's like I'm on social media. And I could say, this makes me happy. I'm choosing for it to be happy, but then I'm done and I see the laundry, the laundry is just there, but then I attach, that didn't serve me. Now I'm mad at being on social media and now the laundry is resistance or the laundry is now another task I have to do. But do those things have to be true? Can they just be, I spend time on social media and there's laundry there for me, when I thought about it like that, I'm just like, dang, I really am playing. I'm, I'm really a large part of the things that make me unhappy. And I'm not saying I'm perfect and I haven't fully figured it out, but it's just that approach or just that stillness, but before labeling a moment, labeling an experience, labeling a thing that if you can just Detach. No, you know what? This, this is, it is, it is what it is. You know how we always say it, it is what it is. Can it really be what it is or do it have to be something more? So just something to think about how, how can, how are you responsible for your own unhappiness? Just something to ponder, right? You know, on your next walk or your next treadmill, or your next bike exercise. Um, the other thing that I wanted to spend a little bit of time acknowledging in this episode because I'm seeing a lot on at least in my timeline when it comes to either people combing out their locks or I'm seeing a lot of people that I've been following for years. Um, like, you know, just sharing their natural journeys and just their life experiences, honestly, returning back to relax hair and or seeing conversations around the essence I feel like of black hair care being robbed or it's absent and so I wanted to just take a moment to really acknowledge some heritage highlights is what we can call them so I had to grab I had to grab the the pad for this one because I took some notes I recently watched this movie on Um, I want to say it was on Amazon, Amazon Prime, called Subjects of Desire. And if you've never seen it, highly recommend it. Maybe we'll do a watch party. Let me know if that's something you'll be interested in doing. Um, If you're listening to the podcast, I put a link to the uh, video podcast. Just comment on the video if you'd be interested in doing a watch party together. And if you're watching it right below this video on YouTube, definitely let me know if you'd be interested in doing it. Um... But this movie, Subject of Desire, it was really exploring, um, black, being a black woman in, essentially in America, but how our beauty is viewed and how aspects of our beauty or desire impact the way we see ourselves. Like, that's what I took from it. And one of the things that really stood out for me was that they said in the, 1920s think about that we are in the 2020s but in the 1920s so what is that 100 years ago (laughs) 100 years ago if you wore your hair natural you were viewed as if you didn't love yourself but if you relaxed your hair or straightened your hair It was shown, it was a status. It was like, if you straightened your hair, you loved yourself. Um, It meant that you were no longer enslaved. Um, Having relaxed hair was something of an empowerment. Um, And we saw figures like Madam C.J. Walker coming into the culture with something that would help black women specifically feel better about themselves. But then fast forward into the 1960s. So, like 40 years later, if you wore your hair straight, it then meant you didn't love yourself because we have figures like Angela Davis and this movement of like returning back to Africa. And in the span of a lifetime, like half a lifetime, half a life, half of a lifetime, honestly, 40 years, we saw this major shift. And then if you can fast forward another 40 years, because from the 1960s to the 2000s, it was, okay, we're going to have straight hair, but we're going to um, wear it natural. So we don't have a relaxer, but it's like naturally straight in a way. And so it's just like this pendulum that keeps swinging back and forth, back and forth. And it's like, I feel that society talks a lot about the cyclical nature about how things go back and repeat themselves because seeing, seeing kids and bell bottles now, I'm like, dang, like, I'm now at that age where I could say, you know, back in my day. <laughs> and it's like, the things are repeating themselves. And I'll never forget when I worked for a major beauty brand and this was at the height I feel like of natural hair. Um, what year was it? My son was two. So that was, uh, like around 2016 ish, 20, 2014, 2016 ish time. Um, their conversation, mind you, this is the height of natural like People is natural. Okay. This YouTube is popping. Everyone's doing tutorials, all the natural hairstyles. Like, that was the topic of a conversation, but not here, not at that company. What they were doing in 2014 was preparing for 2024. They already knew. They're like, yeah, they're natural. We didn't plan for this. We didn't see this coming at this stage. So we're not even going to try to dive into this conversation fully. We're going to focus on that swing back, that pendulum when everyone's like, all right, I'm sick of my natural hair. I I don't want to do this no more. We're going to be positioned right there to have what they need to to go back, but not just to go back because you can't go back and say, you know what? I'm relaxing my hair. I'm going bone straight. No, 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 Uh uh-uh. Because they also understand the psychology of us and how we, the subjects of desire, how we view ourselves and how we stack ourselves up against other women or other people so it's like okay I'm not relaxing I'm texturizing I'm softening I'm relaxing my I'm easing my curls or whatever language they're using and why I'm saying this is because we have to get to a place of understanding how we are responsible again, for our own unhappiness, like labeling or deciding, my hair is bad, my hair is frustrating, this is too much work, This all, all of these negative connotations that we can put on our hair, we can put on our skin, we can put on our bodies, when the reality is, it is what it is. Our hair is what it is, our curls grow how they grow, our locks look how they're gonna look, our body, is a result of our own genetics stacking ourselves up against magazines videos pictures social media even like all of those accounts you follow for inspiration ask yourself is it inspiring you like when you look at these photos do you say oh i like this one them or they look great or dang could i do that my hair doesn't do that what how did they do that how did they like are you asking yourself questions that affirm and empower you or are you asking yourself or putting things on yourself that take you further away from accepting who you are it's just a thought something i i would encourage you to think about um because for me i had to i had to stop following a lot of lock pages and channels because i'm just like dang i am really Sacking myself against, I'm measuring myself against something that can never be mine. Like I can't be them. They can't be me. Like I have to be me. That's the only way for me to have true happiness. Let me be me and you be you. So as you are going out into the world, thank you for listening to today's episode. I do want to give you a care kit, you know, Something to take with you until we meet again and come back together because, you know, as a true hair care professional, it's not enough for me to just do the thing or say the thing. I also have to help you maintain it and, you know, take care of yourself while you're away. So when we come back, we're just, you know, we're building on, right? That's that's what's important. So the book that I would highly recommend to either listen to or... Um, read or both because it's really good and you can play it with your kids and it, like it's it's really really good is the yamas and the nayamas these are the ethical principles of yoga as a yoga teacher um we had to read this and it's just something like when I was reading it I was sharing it with my friends I was sharing it with my family I was like look these are tools we need for life Okay, so the yamas and the nayamas definitely grab this book. And I would encourage you as you are either exploring how you're responsible for your own unhappiness or just practicing santosha, which is contentment. uh, One of the um, practices for exploration that is even shared in the book is to think about on a daily basis, maybe you journal about this, or maybe you just make it part of your morning ritual or nighttime ritual is um, reflecting on what you are grateful for and gratitude. The quote directly from the book says, if the only prayer you say in your entire life is thank you, that would suffice. And my affirmation around this is, I'm grateful for all that I have and all that I am. Take that with you. Add on to it or leave it if it doesn't resonate. But as always, I am sending you peace, love, and good lives.